Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, before we get into anything else, I will ask because people want to know, how's your dad doing? How's, how's Ron Paul doing? You know, he's doing great. He had an impending stroke, but uh, was got to the hospital within about 30 minutes and got what's called TPA or a, a powerful clot-busting drug, and all of his symptoms resolved within minutes. It was uh, watching it was like my family members said, like watching a miracle to see someone in the process of having a stroke have all the symptoms go away. Well, glad to hear that. Glad to hear that he is on the mend. Uh, you are encouraging Georgians, I am sure, to get out and vote Republican. The early voting starting here in Georgia on December 14th, the election day itself, 43 days from today. Uh, Republicans with a very, very precarious hold on the U.S. Senate would need those two Senate seats, the Georgia Senate seats, Purdue and Leffler, to make sure that Joe Biden and the Democrats don't get every single thing they want by way of avenues to legislative success. Yeah, there's a couple of ways we can win in Georgia, and it is incredibly important. It's now the most important race in the country. One is by encouraging libertarians to vote for the Republican in the runoff. The libertarian candidate did a great job, got 2.3 percent of the vote, and I think did offer an alternative to people who want less war and who are frustrated with Republicans over really not always being as good as they could be on the deficit. And uh, I hope those libertarian voters, if they're listening, will say, you know what? Now it's a choice of letting you know Washington, D.C. become a state. It's a choice of whether or not we're going to let the taxes go up and corporations you know, flee abroad you know, to get lower taxes again. So I think there are a lot of reasons why the people who voted out of principle for the libertarian candidate this time around ought to think about, you know what, do I really want you know, AOC and Bernie and these uh, far-left Democrats to be running the country? The other real danger is they've all threatened to get rid of – even the so-called mainstream Democrats have threatened to get rid of the filibuster, which means that with 51 votes, we are going to get the Green New Deal. We are going to get um, variations of socialism in medicine. We are going to get uh, you know, vast amounts of debt added to, the, to what we already have. And I think this is a big deal. It is a big deal in the direction of the country, so I hope they will think about it. And if you've already committed to voting for the Republicans, I hope you will try to find every friend you've got and make sure everybody turns out because the turnout was so enormous. We had all these people who never vote typically in Georgia turned out, and it changed an election that really could well have gone the other way. All right. Now, you talked about ways, Senator Paul, ways that the Georgia Republicans can win. Let me suggest ways they can lose. Uh, the, the, the concern here <laughs> is that they're so busy, some of these Republicans, fighting the last war, the election of November 3rd and taking shots at our Republican Secretary of State and our Republican governor, they're looking in the rear view when they should be looking in the windshield. I think there's some truth to that. I, you know, My dad lost an election by 200 votes out of 200,000 back in 76. We contested it through the courts. And what we discovered is even though the facts were on our side and we did have enough illegal votes to change the election, the courts don't want to hear it, and it becomes a very partisan battle, and, and unfortunately we weren't successful. I'm not saying don't contest it. Every vote ought to be counted, and illegal votes ought to be thrown out. But uh, particularly in Georgia, you have to look forward. But in looking forward, if there was fraud committed, there needs to not be fraud in the next. So, for example, I think soliciting people to vote is not according to Georgia law. And my understanding is that they're going to solicit people again in January 5th. And I think that's something you probably should go to court on is you know, I don't think they should be soliciting votes. If you want to vote, fine. I encourage you to vote. But I don't think they should be mailing you at home a ballot. 
Uh, quickly, about a minute left here, and I wish we had more time for this. It's important, but about a minute and a half here. Uh, you got sideways with some folks uh, in the medical community. Yourself uh, at Duke Medical School, <laughs> you know what you're talking about, or so I think. You said a couple of weeks ago, hey, if you've had coronavirus, celebrate and throw your mask away, and then doctors uh, immediately jumping on you with both feet saying this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. What should we know here? The proof is is this. There have been a handful of cases. Uh, New York Times about a week ago reported five people have been reinfected out of 12 million. So I think people are smart enough to figure that out. That means 11,999,995 people have not gotten it again. That means they have immunity. In fact, the percentages are higher for people who have had it naturally to prevent infection than the vaccine. And I'm not saying the vaccine's not good. I think the vaccine probably is going to work, but so does natural immunity. And if you deny that natural immunity works, you're basically denying the science of vaccines. So, no, they're they're doing this because they're so worried about submission, and they believe if everybody wears masks, it stops things. But actually, if you look at the mask mandates and you look at how many people are wearing masks, you know, 90 percent of the people are wearing masks now. I mean, it's the numbers have gone up. But guess what? The numbers of infections have exploded exponentially. So there's not really any objective evidence that any of this social distancing, washing hands, wearing masks has worked. And so what I would say to people is if you have already had this, yes, go out to restaurants, go to church, go out and enjoy your life in a normal fashion. In fact, help others. If you've already had it and you have a friend who's got it, you can be the one that goes over and helps them because you have immunity. Now, would I wear a mask? Yeah, sure, I'd still wear a mask if I was going to see somebody that was infected. But at the same time, there is strong evidence that you have immunity and that we could use these people to our advantage. They could work on the cruise lines. They could work in restaurants. They could work in hospitals. And the people on the left don't want to hear it simply because they want us all to be sheep and they want us all to submit blindly. Even though if you pin them down on the details, they will admit, even Fauci admits, that people have had it do have immunity. That's uh, Dr. and Senator Rand Paul joining us this morning. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. Bye.